When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When we're on, today's guest, we've got the lovely Kyle Faulkner. How are we, brother? Good, man. Thanks, first of all, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Never yeah, appreciate man. it, mate. I know you're a busy man. And second of all, congratulations on your album. Get released. Like I say, mate, there's no questions, mate. We just kind of fucking roll with it. Talk about, go back for the past, where you were grew up, born, how it all started. Um, I was born in Dundee, Nine Wells Hospital, um, 1987. Like, uh, six and six, 87, cracking day. Um, day life. Yeah. Um, went to school, played football, um, snooker, that was my thing, and then got a guitar, got it done in, went to, got it done in. Joke um, about age? Yeah, about 13. I always used to get done in, but I got really done in one time with golf clubs a lot, and then after that, my, my, my brother in law bought us a guitar and says, like, you need to kind of stop going out for a bit, and, and that's kind of. That became when I became obsessed with it. And the Beatles, the Beatles and getting done in changed my life. That was my thing. It's funny because you hear it for a lot of people. You always get, oh, I got done in too. That's what changed my life. And it's like, I really did though. Like, um, and then we were, we were kind of the band. I think everyone in St. John's high school was obsessed with it. It was either they were into the Stone Roses, the Beatles or Oasis, but it was like kind of all three. Um, and then we just started covering them songs in a band. And then. Mm -hmm. We started beating the Irish dancers, which was a big thing, because the Irish dancers used to win the talent show every year, and we mm -hmm. kind of won. And with that 30 quid, you used to win. We'd, we'd, we'd back at it. And we're like, <laughs> and you go, you've got to give it to charity. And say, so what's the point of getting a competition if you can't spend it on a carry? <laughs> well, you're 14 years old. What was that line? <laughs> so that's um, where it started, 13 then. Was it gang fighting? Yeah, um, yeah that, that, the of, there was always gangs in Dundee, but it was just like chasing each other. But right, you just so chase, you never get caught. Yeah, but the one time I did get caught, it was like, oh, shit. It was yeah. like... Oh no, just chasing and eventually that was turned around. My voice went, I was like, shit. Shit, you bags out of me, they can find help you. So there's loads of debates of who ran back that day. It's still at this day when you're in a swallow in the party, it's like, I came back for you now, you know You left me for dead. So that's when it started, 13, but that's classic Dundee, mate, because I was a bit wary coming here the day you say, mate, he's in Dundee, it's like, oh shit. Did we start bringing the nice and guns with it? Then we caught this beautiful place, the place is. It's spot on, man. Lovely. This uh, well, is your local then, now. Well, this is this used to be called the Doghouse. Um, but uh, so we, when we first became like, a, a, we used to play in a place called the Bayview, because my cousin rent, uh, had a pub, so he just gave it for, for nothing. It was, so that's where we got our name, the Bayview. But then it was it wasn't a very good. Like we, we had to sort of get out of there. 
Um, I think we were, we were drinking too much and we were like, I ended up drinking the bar dry one time and it was like, we had one debt and stuff. So we came here and we, we painted the whole top floor for Sarah who used to run it. And she was like, right, you could just rehearse for free. But then once we got it all looking nice, we had that wee Super Nintendo and we were living off of uh, Super Noodles for a little across the road. And we used to just like share them and just like, hey, I kind of kettle. And we never left the place. Again, we'd stay overnight and just pretend we were leaving because we had a key and we'd just stay, stay there overnight. Mm -hmm. Hey, mental parties. And then once, once like other bands knew that it was a cool bit, they were like, when we, were, when we first got signed, we stopped touring and the other bands were coming in and they kind of ruined it. Took over and it was like, People were getting charged to go up there, and I was like, "What's happened to our room? Where's our gear? Where's my Super Mario Brothers?" <laughs> I mean, it was all gone. But, uh, so, uh, so that's but, what I started then. Dundee, the band. What age? Yeah. Did um, you get well, we, we, well, we started the band when we were fourteen, and then we had done covers, and then we kind of split up because I can't remember. What people were getting apprentices and stuff, and apprenticeships, and everybody was getting into different stuff. And then we went away, and then we kept, it was my my dad's funeral. And we were kind of the first time I'd seen the boys in ages, and we were like kind of pissed up. We were about 16, like, want to get a band together again. It was like, right, okay, we'll definitely do it because my, my cousin's got a pub. Mm -hmm. So we've done it. And then <clears throat> after that, like, Kieran was writing songs, and I was writing, we had both been writing for a while, but we were like, oh, these are actually pretty good once we got together and done them. But that's how I kind of started, yeah. So the boys you were in the band, if you were, it's like a brotherhood. You grew up with these boys yeah. in school. Um, yeah, prime, like, nursery, primary, high school. They were all a year above me in school. Huh. Um, and then that just kind of, we just all been together, so it's... When did you realise, fuck me, we've got something here, we're, we're, we're brilliant, we're decent here? Um, I'm not sure, like, maybe if it, I think it was when my, my brother-in-law came down the stairs when we were rehearsing, we had like four songs, it was like Claudia coming down, a Superstar Tradesman and someone else, and, and he came down and, and my brother-in-law was like, wow, that's really good, and he was somebody I was respected because he played guitar and stuff, mm -hmm. and he kind of taught me a couple of things, and I was like, Oh wow, it must be good. And then we went up the stairs because we were still doing covers, but we had like four of our own songs. And people were going mental. Because I used to play on my own up above the, in, in the Bayview, and I used to play like Gary Barlow covers and that. And just like any, the, the, the female shouted out, like, Gary! And I'd be like, Never, now it's time. And I broke out of our taps. And I'd be like, Oh, this is no bad. I'm paid for this. Okay? So I had my NPA system, and I was like, Man, I was becoming a wee bit of a thing. So I was like, Come on, the next time I'm playing, I'm going to actually bring my band. They were like, Boo! And I was like, Nah, they're good, honestly. Okay? And they get they got a battle the night, I mean, but it was good. But after that, then it was like I remember Kieran was like, "Oh, this my mate's band called the Color Angels." But we were like, "What actual band?" And because this was a pub, mm -hmm. this is like a venue. Well, it was a venue. Well, it still is, but it's not. It used to be a major venue. Huh. And they were like, "Oh, when the Color Angels are playing." It was like, "Come in, oh, we're getting to play with them." And I went, "What a real gig! What a shitting myself!" <laughs> I'd be running about like getting shots of jackets and what we're gonna wear and for. <laughs> Like, oh, you got to carry it, and I'm, oh my God, freaking out. And we only played four songs, but I remember my sister videoed it, and it was, I remember that was the first ever gig in here. So it must have been, I was 17, and they must have been 18, so, and then we got signed like a year after that. So we'd just been then, used to, we'd done this thing called the World Tour of Dundee, and we played all the, all the, the worst pubs in Dundee. Right, the worst like, pubs? Well, no worst, but the, 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 the roughest, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, to us, that was like where we drunk, you know what I mean? But, now like they're all shut down and stuff, but that was like mental. Like we played like uh, played the rock, the rock in Venus Hill, which was mental. It was like, oh, people were sniffing gear on, <laughs> on the stage, and you know, I'm just like, oh, people were just going up and like, that was mental. It was like, Do you remember any of that? I can't really remember back in the day because that was I the mean, wild days. That, that was like that, this was like dead early on, but there was a lot going on then. I mean, even when we got signed and stuff, we didn't realize how big a deal it was because we're man, we were kind of always uh, treated like kids up until a bit. No. <laughs> right, so, right, so honestly, like, I was always like, oh, here, how much are we getting paid for that gig? He'd be like, ah, what, what do you want to know that for? And so we were always a bit, wee bit stupefied with that thing. We just thought oh, it was getting done for a while. I mean, we've had about 12 different managers. 
So it's like it's no good thing. You speak to other bands that do well, it's like it's because they've had decent management. So well, finally, yeah, I think I, I think I've like so now. I've got good guidance now. I'm in a good I'm in a good position. But I think like just for agents, we weren't interested. You know what I mean? We were we were into getting smashed and playing the gigs. Even the gigs got in the way. Do you know what I mean? It was like that was just a big a big pirate bus just. Like party. Just like going every like place, yeah. And yeah, it was <laughs> mental, yeah. Uh, I wish you'd have teamed up here then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy days, yeah. But teeing the part more that as well, that must have been a buzz for you. That must have been. When did you realise, right, I, I'm I'm making it here, I'm I'm really doing something in my life. Did it scare the shit out of you? No, I, I don't think I ever done that. We, we were we, we were a bit uh, we were dead cocky, and like it was like I think like when I mean it was small things came for us because you're heroes and stuff. I remember like we played with Noel Gallagher in the Royal Albert Hall and it was just even going about, it was like, shit, Noel's kicking about in that, Ken. It was like, that was your hero, Ken. So that was a big deal, Ken. But like, we were headline Glastonbury and it was just like, whatever, Ken. We were playing at gigs, played three gigs that day and it was like, it was, Ken, we had just come back from New Zealand and it was like, there's loads of stuff, Ken. We played Glastonbury like six times now or something. It's like, but, but back in the day, Ken, now it's like, oh shit, we want a headline. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, when we were headlining, we were just like, right, man, let's go, let's go and get I mean, on that, when I played on that, that Glastonbury stage, I mean, if somebody showed me a, a, a YouTube pair of Ken, I was at a pair of, like, about a year ago, somebody, are you seen Glastonbury? You're off, you're not there, I went, nah, I can't mind that. But I was like, oh, I them pellets, get I mean, somebody gave them sweaters, so they gave like, yeah, it's like nine o'clock at night at Glastonbury, I'm like, why would I do that? Like, uh -huh. I wouldn't dream of doing that now. Like, uh -huh. But can I make hundred thousand people? Oh, it's oh, mate, it was mental. Were you on the call the I, I, I can't even remember like actually playing the gig, but I remember just going. It was after going really fast. It was like yes, yes, it was fast. Good, <laughs> right? No, on a bad way. <laughs> got, at least you got the job done. Got the job done. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. But that's just like I say. That's a lot of blood. But no, you have you have matured. You've been to a rehab three times. Yeah. How's that? How have you found all that? Um. It's good, uh, uh, rehab's good for anybody, can anybody, it's, it's, if even if you've not got a problem, it's still good, it's like you'll find a problem, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm saying that that's how you should go, but, I mean, the first couple of times I went, it was kind of, it was kind of, you going, you going, I was like, no, I stopped nudging, I was kind of, no, I don't want to go, like, I think you should go, you should go, so the first time, I was just like, yeah, like, it'll be good, kind of, it's Thailand, but, no, I've been to Thailand that many times now, it's like, it's no, it's like, I love the place, but, like, this was like you were going to jail the first couple of times, but the third time I went, I was like, kind of, wasn't it? I wasn't attacking it serious. I was just looking to get a pal, and there was this Glaswegian boy, James. He was uh, like, his name's James as well, but he was like, he was oh, like, guys. he was like, really sounded. He, can you meet all these people that have got serious issues, serious, serious issues? And I was like, wait, I'm just talking to piss here. I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. And by the third time it had happened, I was like, wait, maybe I do belong here, can I? And I remember like my, the people in the rehab were saying, right, see, after a month, if you do a month and you're getting on good, you can go to the studio. And it was always like, I was like, yes, okay, I'll just I'll pretend I'm really good. And I'll run a bit. And I'll run every day and I'll, I'll speak polite and I'll, I'll listen to people's stories and I'll, I'll share and all this. And then the month came and I was like, whoop, whoop, kind of like Christmas Day. Like, yes, I went out and a big social meeting. Like, no, everyone doesn't, you're not ready to go. I went, what? And they kept them for another two months. And it was like, like, pure. Honestly, that was me, like, pure. cuff me up, tape me away. Three months, yeah, fucking. No, it wasn't at Christmas, it was, but it felt like Christmas Day for me, like, uh -huh. when it happened, like, uh -huh. like, because I was, I was like, it was Christmas Day was taken away from me. I was uh -huh. like, what, Ken, right? So. Uh -huh. But the first time, like I say, admitting you've got problems is it fucking, it's so scary, whether it's drinking, uh, drugs, shagging, gambling, yeah. anger. It's scary because you go, you don't want it, we think we're all right. I used to go to my gambling meetings, I used to look about and go, I'm not as bad as fucking him, I'm not as bad as him, but sure as fuck, a week later, I'm back gambling, putting yeah. away and stuff, fucking lying, all the bullshit in the day, and then you go, wait a minute, have I got a problem? Because yeah. we all look at people and we think, I'm not as bad as fucking him, everybody else, but it's all for us. But now, you're only straight and narrow, man, you've released your new album, everything's gone good in it, you've got yeah. a new baby daughter, 
One and a half? Yeah, she's one and a half. Yeah, wild. She's, she's good. Um, seeing them things, I always think, oh, hearing a bird must be mental because uh, I feel my pals have said it. But it's, it's quite, I've taken it in my stride, you know what I mean? It's no like, I don't think like, shit, can it? It's like, I, I really enjoy it, can it? It's like, somebody, where, where was I? I was in, I was in the hot, I went to pick up something for my sister today and she, she's a nurse. I can't remember what it was, but I went into to the hot. I can't remember what I was in for, but I was, uh, she was just like, pick up this bag and I went in and the, the wife was like, Oh, and she went, oh, so how, how are you getting on with the daughter? And I went, oh, it's absolutely dead. And she went, sorry, it's okay, is that good? I went, I never fucking say it's okay. I said, it's amazing. She went, and I was like, then I go spreading stuff. And I said, it's okay. I said, I haven't lost my daughter. Get what I mean? It's fucking hard. You die to play Glastonbury any day. <laughs> ball up naked for the edges. <laughs> it's like, watch the way. That's how hard that is. It is. It's difficult, especially, but do you think that's one of the reasons you changed as well and said, right, fuck it. I'm going to rehab and I'm going to a real bash. Um, I don't know, I think like, because when we were in rehab, like, you're not meant, you're not meant to, there's no shagging away in rehabs, but <laughs> that was where she was, that, that, that was where the, where Bairn was conceived in the rehab, so. <laughs> so, but we were actually trained, so I thought like, oh, just do it, and then it was like, I mean, I honestly went and says, look, I've got this dart, and I was like, going to be pacing the room, this was like when I was just kind of coming to myself, uh-huh. been in for like a sort of three weeks, maybe a month, and I'm just like, couldn't really sit down and vomiting every day, and I'm really no good, I'm in a bad place, and I'm still like, I'm just like fidgety and I'm no real listening, I'm no happy I'm there. And I went, right, okay, okay, I'm at it. And I said, look, I'm sorry. And I was saying, I said, look, if this dart goes in this board first time, can't see any of them stories here, but it's true as fuck. And I went, if this goes in here, I'm at it. If this hits the bullseye, Laura's pregnant, and that's it, and that life's changing, honestly. And I swear to God that I was pure, I'm no bad at that, to be honest. <laughs> but I was like, pure, can, can, no, none of the shaky handshake kings have been after the baby for a while, again, pure. But right in there, I went, yeah. So the next day, I didn't even ask her if she was pregnant. I knew she was pregnant. I was like, she went, guess what? I went, I can. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's pregnant. So like, that, that was when Anne kind of changed after that. And then, the I don't know, but there's there been a couple of like, kind of couple of flip ups, because Artie does, but it's like no like full yeah, on, do you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I get that, I told myself back in line, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's no running two or three years and four yeah. years. It's yeah, it's weeks like, then. Yeah, because I used to go on benders for like weeks on end. And I was like, and then it was like, I always thought that I never had any pals, but then my pals that were we as I wasn't, kind of a lot of mad. I mean, I was, I was at a barbecue the other day with, with any of my good pals. And he was like, he was like, here, just old, just no being funny, but you did, you, there was a bit, three, four years, you were a dick. <laughs> you were a fucking arsehole. And I was like, I was like, what? When was I a dick to you? Man, mate, loads of people say that. It was not just me. He says, but I'm your good pal. That's what I tell you. He says, but I just, no, I'm saying you're sound as fuck now, though. I was like, but I was just, ah, them years, I was thinking I was sound. And he was going, nah, you were a dick. And I was like, shit. Because okay, like, you've kind of the mentality in your head, you think, oh, oh I have to go up to him, I'm the funny guy, I'm, but you're no, you're a guy that flies asleep with aye, a, aye. and like, marks a cunt on yourself, you know what I mean? Aye, you're shaving somebody's eyebrows off. <laughs> but the loudest man in the room is the weakest as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Try to, it's a shield in it. I was always a loud daft guy, I was always fully because it's a mask, you want everybody to think, he's fucking, he's a great guy, he loves himself and he knows how to have a good time, but they never seen me in the house fucking depressed, suicidal, yeah. do you know what I mean? Hate yeah, life. Yeah. And they don't really see that side of you, but at a party you've got the dick out and you're tapping the <laughs> tables, man, you're line after line and you're loving life and you think you're big. But all the, all the gear that I was taking, I was fucking balls. Yeah. I had all sorts of debt. The while, and I was gambling. So mm. it just all end up one vicious circle. But you end up surrounding yourself with people who party as well because it doesn't feel as bad then. But deep yeah. inside you kind of know it's fucking wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What kind of stuff were you taking? Just with Charlie? Uh-huh. Ah, and like, ah, 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 no, like, it was ma- mainly, mainly Charlie, yeah, but like, ah, and I mean, back in the day, everything was, everything was everything, you know what I mean, like, you took anything, but, did you get it from nothing? Eh, like, back in the day, yeah, but like, but like, there used to just be, like, you just, just didn't have things, you just, 
it was a collective buy, you know what I mean? Like, let's go, we're going on tour, let's bank, you know what I mean? But, I mean, you know, the stuff that I didn't, I didn't like to admit to some of the stuff I'd done, but like, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people that even were, back in the day, were kind of dabbling are now gone, do you know what I mean? Indeed. Yeah, like fucking loads of people, so it's like, it's kind of, I got a, I got a wee flag fear, but kind of wouldn't really touch, even there's, after, when it was still on the channel, when the stuff was touching any other stuff, it's like, it's the well dodgy, but there's, it's only a, hand, a handful of people that get t took a while, you know, and it's like, fuck that, you know what I mean? It's a slippery slope, but it is. if it starts off, maybe people smoking joints and all, or whatever, and then it goes to, you know, yourself, goes to smack, or crack, whatever, yeah. it's a slippery slope, man, because we're constantly searching, as human beings, we search for stuff, we search, how did I feel good? For me, it was, I was searching for all the rank stuff, mm. because every time I was doing it, it was just to make me feel a hundred times worse, do you know what I mean? Do you feel as if your career, because your career, did it hit a speed bump, any, hit a speed bump after... Have you? How long did you stop um, as well? Two, three um, years? Nah, well, we were always playing. It's just like I think the longest we've ever took it is like a year, maybe two, maybe mm -hmm. two years. But I mean, we done like a, like a seven-year setlist thing where it was, it was like we were maybe doing a new album and then we finally got a visa for America. So we're like, let's we could tour America. So let's just go and do a compilation album and do a couple of songs. Mm -hmm. And then we went to America and I was like, I was, we went for three months with on the bus and then we'd got our money cut. Something happened, but we got like it's just one tour manager's like there's no money left, so you got ten dollars each a day, which is like fuck sweet. Again, nothing, right? And right, it was right, like, right. I mean, there was a couple of the sold, sold out shows were like in, in New York, like like LA, San Francisco, which was which was good. But then you're because we had to do such an extensive tour, it was like we were going in and out of these wee and crannies that we'd never even heard them before. Can these places were just to try and like cover the cost, and it was like it wasn't a one amount of money, and then it was like fuck, and then like but at that time I was just I was bang, banging the bevy, Navy was speaking to us. For three months on the tour bus, I just got locked away in this wee bit, just sitting with my big massive telly on the tour bus. Used to go, and it would move out, get into the street. I used to sit in there fucking drinking my Bud Lights as much as, as much as I can get out. Like, and then a couple of gigs, I would just go on, sing one song, and go, fuck it, there's nobody here, I'm off. And then, kind of like, yeah, but look, we're not sitting here, like, you can't just leave the show. And I was like, one time I was in, it was in, uh, it was in Detroit, and I was like, oh, I fucking love Eminem. Eminem was in my big influences when I was younger. Kind of like, what a clean on. I was like, I loved him, I loved these first couple albums, and then. I was in Detroit and I was like, oh, I just I had a couple of kilos in the morning. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm fucking next time. Like, Do you mind your plane tonight? I went, no, my plan is to get really drunk, go to sleep, and I'll wake up and play a show. Mm -hmm. And then I never obviously went to sleep, went and scored, and then fucking pure next went up, pure, whoa, like they're pure. So, one of the talking, the hill tour, and it was like, even then, I was like, man, just kind of trying to get a wee pal. They're like, no, nah, because your pal wants to go get wrecked. And I was like, well, at least come to the pub with or something like that. So, I mean, now and again, I'd like Kieran and Peter now would be, oh, I'm on, can do something, but they were a while like, and they'd be a while like going to see the Washington DC buildings and on, and, 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 and I was just crumbled up in bed, mm -hmm. I mean, and I'd got up at night and go out and just fucking mm -hmm. go to strip bars and on, it's just <laughs> mental. Were you the hardcore man in the band? Well, I've, I've been hardcore like, like, everyone's pretty hardcore, do you know what I mean? It's like everyone goes through phases, even if you want to stay off it for a bit, mm -hmm. and you're like, even a touring, if you're like, nah, I've heard it too hard, I'm going to stay off it for a few mm -hmm. days, rejuvenate, can get out of that, and then somebody's like, ah. Pete's just right. been in the match, he's like, fucking sell, I've just won. Fucking mm -hmm. rap, right. It's a bit different when you're annoying me, though, isn't it? You're like, no, no, was that what I was doing last night? And then it's just a big rotation, it's so there's never... It's a then, if nobody's ever sober, to say, right, lads, man, we've got something here to take over the fucking world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If one's getting mad with it, if you're trying to stay clean for a week, but then somebody else is getting mad with it, then the five people you surround yourself with is the five people you become. Yeah. So the people you surround yourself with, you become them as well. So it's hard for you to get away or change unless everybody came to an agreement. Because you wouldn't have changed unless everybody have changed. Because you, if you were sober in that bus, everybody would have done your fucking nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would have drove you the drink. Uh, it's, it's hard, eh? It's, I don't think, like... Fuck knows. It's always something, isn't it? Nobody's ever, nobody's ever going to be fully happy, but... 
think like we we did we do good, Ken. Like we've we non-stop touring. We've we've done it more than anybody I, I know. Like poor Ken. Like I'll probably get a few things saying fuck you. I've toured more than you, but I doubt it. Like poor, we're, we're, yeah, we're non-stop. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and even when there's time off, we're in the studio. We're doing something. Do you know what I mean? And it's like because um, like there has been a few there's ups and downs. We've been like bang and then. Next minute you're big in Spain, and the next minute you're like, yes, that's good. And then you come back to the UK and you're like playing fucking Bristol. Uh, but then it's a bit, Bristol's class, but one minute you're in the academy, and next minute you're playing Tecla, and next minute you're up to the academy again. So it's always something down for us. It depends, you get what I mean? It's no like, yes, we've got that hit song. It just depends uh -huh. on so how getting what we've played. How is that? How do you see it's in life, man? It's easy to make it, but it's hard to maintain. So what happens is some people get a certain stage and go, I'm not saying news, but we've made it. If you think you've made it and you've already took te two steps back, it's all about the progression. Getting to a level saying, fuck it, man, how do I go bigger again? Or keep raising the bar and keep going, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you uh, think? Do you think you've never had any like, proper guidance at all? Somebody takes under a wing and go... There's definitely never been any guidance. And I think we were, because of the whole thing, like, thinking of pirates and fucking trying to... We thought we were in in invincible, you know what I mean? So, and I still do, like, I think, like, we've got a fan base, right, which is, like, which is good for anybody, you know what I mean? Even if we go any place, there's always going to be people there, you know what I mean? Right. Sometimes it might be, can we play up the... Shetland or something, there was like, kind it's half full, but you're still like, come on, it's still Shetlands, does anybody come here? Come I mean, so it's, <laughs> it was almost it's like, but I mean, like, it's good, but, but that's the thing, you're like, come on, Shetland is class, can you think, uh, we've been there a few times now, and it's brilliant, can we went to Orkney recently, and it was like, we thought anybody was going to be here, but it was brilliant, can we stay there for a couple of days, and it was like, even the, the iron just tastes different, you're like, oh, this is cool, mm -hmm. but like, I mean, and then again, it's kind of good to keep showing your toes that you've got to keep working, like, and as, and I think as, as well as a band, like the view, like we've, We've come, we've been through fucking shit, you know what I mean? Like, together as a band, and we've all had really serious fights, like, uh, like, rap in the past, uh, like, bang, bang, like, no, just, you're being a dick, and stop it. It's like, fucking hard, <laughs> that. Like, and like, like, and like, uh, like, fucking, shut the door, lock them in, like, <laughs> like, chaos, like, smashing guitars, each other's head in a mental, Ken, but, like, so, and we're still pals, you can't, I mean, it's no, like, Ken, it's like, there's been a few times, like, I've just been, I just didn't think I could face the boys, and I'm, oh my god, what have I done? What have I done? And Ken, and I've got, it's got, it takes Renny to come in and go, right. Here's the wall down, right? It's what you were doing. You were like, Abby was playing FIFA. You came in and tried to stick a head on somebody. It was pretty bad. It was all oh, shit. I was going to accept my apology, you know what I mean? Shit. The other can, Abby's kind of left. Like, you're, you're on your own here, right? And I was like, oh, what? Could you maybe tell them? And like, nah, you need to go and sort it. Like, but Abdi's done it. Like, no, just me. Everyone's done it. Do you know what I mean? Had to apologize. I think Pete's the only one that's not done it. Like, so he's alright. But, um, but Abdi's kind of done it. So, but I just edit more than often. Do you know what I mean? But no one more because I think. I think if somebody used to do that now, it would just be, what are you playing it? Yeah, I mean, that's out of order, I mean? But back in the day, it, just, it was a regular thing, everyone would do it, and it would just fall out. And, but there was mere good times, and always good times, you I mean? Like, but but it's, it's just because there's after shows as well, yeah, it's yeah. not just like, it's, it's the after show, the after show on, and yeah, you just kind of, you're like, ah, just Learn to say no, yeah. it's about changing, going, no, what, no, because you've still got your full life ahead of you, man, you can still achieve whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You've just released a new solo album, the name of the solo album you're saying is Liam Gallagher picked the name of that I heard. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, uh, we were just we were just on, we were uh, me and my last were in Thailand for a few months, and Liam and Debbie were over there. We've been pals for years, so they were they were like, oh, just come come out of the hotel. It's like it's big swanky thing. So we just went out and had a had a shindig for a few days, and I was like, oh, I fucking I can like, listen to the album. It's normally just a, a, a music listening competition. Like, see what I could. Oh, I can that better than you know. That's what it becomes, and then. It was like, oh, and he says, oh, no, thank you. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's cool, man. I said, it's because it's a work in my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said, if you didn't use it, I'll use it. And I was like, oh, bastard, Ken. So mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, I didn't want it to pick up myself. It's, it's kind of my first solo oh, yeah, album. Yeah, but yeah, I thought, yeah. nah, you could tell it, can't we? But it's, 
I mean, I, there was loads of stuff. I don't know what, what was my, what I had to call it, almost pleasant. <laughs> I mean, almost pleasant. <laughs> Something you smell like shite in the air, and you go, is that us all the It's like hops, kind of like hops. You didn't kind of good. A can is creating beer, but, and a can I like beer, but is it, is it pleasant? It's almost pleasant. Right there. Right there. Boom. Right. How long have you been pals with Liam? Um, I've done a can, like, I met him, met, we, we all met him at the uh, Liverpool, Liverpool Echo Arena, uh, but can. 2008 it was, so 10 years ago. First time we got access to all these passes, kind of, because we, we were, I can't mind how we'd, how we'd met, but we just got invited to come back and it's like, whoa, come on, Wade's world, like, they're going to meet the Oasis. It was like, fucking hell. It that's was amazing, eh? So, well, mate, that's some achievement. Do you ever look back as well and go, fuck me, man, I've done all right for myself? Or do you look back with a bit of regret as well? Nah, sometimes you look back with regret, but going to rehab and that, they teach you no, have no regrets. Going, I regret nothing! They say, jump off a cliff, get away. <laughs> Uh, nah, I know you got to regret. Sometimes I wish, like, like, in the past couple of years, I used to, I just piss my money out of the market. I mean, but I'm, no, I'm always going to be like that. That's the way I am. Aye, aye, aye. Unless you find a, like, a woman that doesn't do that. But me and my last together piss money out of the wall, like, together, just put it in, piss it up. No, no, put it in, but just like, like, aye, aye, aye. But, like so now, I just think, like, even getting a mortgage, like, driving license, a driving license. Congratulations. And, uh, no, I've got, just, uh, just paying on. Uh, I mean, it's uh -huh. stuff that the band done years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, and I'm just clicking on now. Just I mean, about so. growing up. And that's just yeah. about a responsibility. But like I say, the past is the past. It's fucking done. You can yeah, look back right. and go, I could have done this and done that. But like I say, it's all about preparing for the present moment and trying to enjoy the rest of the future. So, what's the next steps for you then? Since the album's released, how does the band feel about that and all? Um, they're, they're supportive. I mean, it's, it's a strange one because... It's no well. It's no just like I'm saying. Right, you just wait. I might do so. Yeah. Like everyone's doing stuff. I mean, Kieran's producing uh, stuff. Uh, Pete's Pete's work. Uh, Pete's touring. Uh, well, I'm not sure if it's happening yet, but he's meant to be touring with a big Liverpool band. But I don't know how to mention it in case I fucking get him his job fucked up. I just see it. Yeah, on the streets. So I've these I've these doing stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like it's good. It's, it's good to have a bit of time off because even when we do have time off, it's not really time off. But this is actually. Like, just time apart, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I think we should spend some time apart. <laughs> like a marriage breakup, isn't it? Yeah, did you, like, were you nervous at telling them about the album? Or did, was it like, no, nah, nah, like, the last time, when I was in rehab, the last time, you had to do this thing where you, you got to make your, uh, you got to apologise to everybody. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard work. I did it to people that have friend and, but I was like, shit, did I even do that? And it's like, I'm a manager, old managers, and I had to go and speak to the man. Like, and I was like, but they're arseholes, and it doesn't matter. You've mm. got to apologise to them. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. So, I'd done that and then it was it was quite hard hearing that for like one of my ex-managers and then he was like, like explained to what, how, how I was being I was like shit so I was like a really hard can't I mean but then you're in this sort of group thing and I had to date to the band and I was like well kind of point and I'm a nieces and I'm a you know that I've, you know that I've offended everyone personally but you just do it you just make amends but my whole family so I thought I'm not just going to date a collective thing and have a group chat I'll do them one by one write them a letter yeah I did that and even some of my family were like what are you doing this for and I'm like well, just accept it you know? uh, just let me go yeah. just accept it and let yeah. me get the room like, it's cool okay? you're not going to be getting these letters every day just like, accept that one in a million mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do it again so but that's kind of closure for you to move forward to the next level yeah like, I'd done it to the band and they were like it's cool Ken. Then I don't worry about it but well, Ken, you're going through a hard time and Ken, you're one of yourself and I was like what for that long he's put up with us I mean, it's like, quite bad so were you that bad? Uh, so I've been told, yeah. <laughs> so you remember? Mm. What was what? the trigger point for you, but to spiral it all out and just go, fuck it? Was there a point? There was none. I just, I just thought there was no limits. I just didn't know. I just thought I was, that's, I'd, I kind of just always in, always in jail and just like, I thought, how did I get here? And just like, fucking just constantly in trouble. And it's like, but I'm not, I'm not an arsehole. So it was like, I, I think like, it's, I, I mean, I could blame it on anything, but 
I was always like, when I'm out, I'm just sort of, somebody always says something. I mean, somebody come up to me in Glasgow and went, went hey, fuck, yeah, I was, I, I was telling that you fucking, uh, you, you, you were hitting your bird or something. I was like, what the fuck are you on about? And he went, fuck what you can, dig, 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 dig this. It was in the box or something in Glasgow. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck did I just get digged there for? And so I'm like, fuck, next kind of, kind of like pure whatever. Can, but not, I've got, normally got a wee bit of fucking heavy, heavy around with this, can't uh, I mean, nowadays. Uh, just in case that But like, I used to, we used to like fucking loads of heavies because it was constantly bothered. Can, we used to like, I used to have a personal one. And I was like, we had like two, what's the two on the bus? And then we'd hear like, like it, was, it was really nuts, kind of like, but now it's like, kind of just like, my, I've got my power that looks after us and that, but it's just not that I need looking after, but there is, because people, right. people, people read in the paper sometimes, kind of like some of the shit they're reading, they think, these would be arsehole, I'm not a dick in my or up in the bus, and it's like, what have I done to you? Uh, mud sticks, yeah. but, so the, you know the press, yeah, mate, I know that. that's the only way to sell is through negative or whatever, so if the mud sticks, so people read what they believe, they go, people's automatically go, I'm, I'm going to call him out when I see him. Yeah. But then, then you start to get a chip on your shoulder and think everybody's looking at you and then you, the paranoia kicks in or not. Yeah, so that's why if you have a bevy in the pub or whatever, then you've got that I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah. Because I don't care if anybody's going to say it, so you're prepared. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Do you know what I mean? But I think nowadays, like, and, and like, even in Dundee, I used to go put my head up and like scared to go about and just waiting on the next thing happening. But now it's like, can, I think like, but I've, I've no been a recluse and just got, even in Glasgow, there's certain pubs I wouldn't go into and that, but now I'm like, if, it's, if somebody wants to speak to us, they speak to us, but I used to get scared. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a wee fucking exactly, scared right. boy, yeah, but I was like, like, because I didn't have day in on that anymore, like, kind of, it's like, now I'm just like, can I, I embrace it, can I wait that? So, can if anybody wants a photo, come up. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, where's it? So, you're gigging now, you're, so, you're selling out arenas now, you're getting the album on tour. What's this, where's, where's the next gig this weekend, isn't it? Um, Falkirk is this weekend, then going to London, then it's like a wee sort of UK thing, just as this is a sort of tester with the band and stuff, mm-hmm. then there'll be bigger there'll be bigger dates at the, at the start of next year, right. this is just sort of like just right. breaking in, and then we'll be going to Asia and Russia and Europe and shit, just the same old what you do, that's what you do. So have you got a new band? Or is it... Got a new band, yeah. Like, it's sad after this, like, sessions. Are they sober? Yeah, they're not sober, yeah. They're not sober, yeah. Until after the show, yeah. But even then, because I had, I had, my, I had my, my, my brother and, and I got another couple of guys in, and, and us together, can be like, we were like, wow, it was a party. Even in rehearsals, it was like, let's get the beers first. It was like, so you can't really... I'm not sure I've been through so many band members like trying to get the right ones. But I think I Maybe think it's I, just you. <laughs> Maybe it's just you. <laughs> no, I was just like that. It's just like fuck knows, but we're, I ain't gonna put the nail on the head, so it's we sound good together because it's no bit this new band is about uh, so see with the view, every record we sort of progressed a wee bit in harmonies, playing and then just getting better with instruments, Ken, because we are sort of grew up together playing together. Aye, aye. So everything we progressed together. So with so we just every album you could hear the difference. It's like more harmonies or there's more more whatever, do you know what I mean? Mere strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So with this with this new album it was kinda of just me doing it and I, I do all the vocals on it. So that's normally normally the boys would do that, but now I sort of know what what I want it to sound like. So now it's like going with the new band, it's like you've got to do this and that. So I had to get the right band members to be able to date to pick the right mm-hmm. the people that could sing the right bits, you know what I mean? So it's not really about the playing, it's about all these mental vocals and it's like that trying to recreate that I've sung and trying yeah. to so it's fuck it. Is that a new spin to the album? Is it something different for you that the viewer produce? It's normally so normally, like with here, with the view have got a formula. It's no, I'm not sure what the formula is, but we'd, we'd stick with a like a guitar solo. With with I find a, a, a drum beat kind of and all this, and it wasn't about that. It was about writing the song and then adding what was needed to it. Do you get what I mean? And it was like strings, and I wrote other string parts on like this melaton thing, which is like an old. It was in recorded in Paul Weller's studio in Blackburn in Surrey, and it was like this old like melaton, which was Paul McCartney's, and it's like it's like a tape thing. So I recorded all the strings on that, and then. Once I wrote other harmony parts and stuff, we gave them to the the, the strings and they 
they like this I was recording it in Glasgow and Chem Chem nineteen and they they done all their string parts and like padded it out and made it sound like that. Cause I originally wanted to sound like sort of like uh, the Beatles sort of like went uh, Sergeant Pepper, but oh, that's the hardest thing in the world today because it's the greatest right. album ever. So. I mean, that's what I had in mind, but then it ended up becoming more poppy, which is kind of like, I'm a big, big fan of like Crowded House, Beautiful South, Squeeze and stuff, kind of that kind of thing. So that was kind of what I was going for, kind of sort of, like, sort of serious, but kind of cheeky. Is that a mere personal album as well? Is it a bit mere you, a bit mere... Well, all the songs are about me. See, like, right. that was, that's, it's like weird. Somebody, somebody wrote, um, it's because I had, I'd done this interview in Glasgow recently where I was going, ah. I'm a narcissist, just joking, it was a joke, and everybody laughed, there was a big crowd of people, it was about 600 people, and I was going, I'm a narcissist, and everybody's laughing, so I went, oh, keep saying that, it keeps this working, I mean, I'm a narcissist, they're going, oh, go for it, and I was like, oh, this is working, and then somebody went, ah, that Faulkner's not bad, but he's a fucking, he's a narcissist, isn't he? I was like, well, I was fucking joking there, you know what I mean? But it is quite narcissistic, the record, it's me singing about myself, so normally Kieran writes some songs, like, and now Pete's writing as well, so it's, and then you've got, there's, there's a mix, and Kieran will put in a bit of my song, and I'll put a bit of his, and there's that whole thing, and it's, it's a band mentality, this is none of that, it's just me, and it's a bit problems I've had in the past wee while, do you know what I mean, and it's, it's kind of, it's like, no thank you. But you've overcome <laughs> them as well. Yeah, I mean, as, yeah, again, it's still, it's one of these things, you didn't get ever, know if you've really over, no. overcome anything or was You just it's, it's hard to understand what the problem is in your right. mind because everything is the mindset mind. but I keep on, on our set and everything every show me everything is the mindset it's what you believe everything we battle up here I just read that uh, six guys have committed suicide in the last week through have committed the army everything is okay. all these demons that we're battling that's where I think all the drugs all the drink we're searching mate because we want to take these voices we want to get them away man we want to feel at peace and at calm but we can't really do that because we don't really know what our path is in life. But from, from talking for experience, when I stop talking about bad stuff, you start getting aware, you start getting clarity, and you start going, wait, wait a minute, man, I'm starting to feel good. I've never felt this. Is this what it really feels like? Because we, we tell that much lies that we're fine, we're fine. So you're like an onion, you wrap yourself in layers and layers. So when you stop all the madness or try to change or do new things, you have to unravel all that madness, then you start figuring out who the fuck you're again, which is a difficult thing to do. It's difficult. Except you were an asshole in the past. Do you know what I mean? You put your hands up, it's difficult, but then you start getting used to it. You go, do you know what? I was a dick in the past. Go, ah, I know you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's, uh, your biggest, where's your biggest following? Because you've talked about Russian already. Do you have fans over there? Glasgow. Glasgow's our biggest following. We've done Russia a couple of times, um, like Japan, we do well in Japan, but um, Europe, just our, our place, we do well. We do well, we do well, well every place, yeah, but. Um, I mean, America back in the day was, was the big end. Like, we got ASCAP awards and stuff, which is like this write, songwriting award. It was a big deal, Ken, and George Martin, Beatles producer, presented it to Pete, and me and Kieran were writing the songs at the time. Mm -hmm. And we, we were and we were in Morocco. I can't remember, we were someplace on a writing trip, Ken. A writing trip, Ken, but uh, I can't remember. <laughs> but, uh, and then Pete was like, oh, by the way, I usually won an ASCAP award, but he's kind of accept it, so I'm going to this big party to accept it. And George Martin, the Beatles producer, was there. And I was like, no way! And we, we were in Mexico, actually. We were in Mexico on a, on a holiday. And I... No, I, I can't mind. We're someplace. No, Pete was there. I can't mind, but uh, but we were gutted. But uh, but so we're taking off in America, and they got got cancelled. We, we, we couldn't play there anymore. So we got banned for there for like six years. Okay. And then I toured. I toured with Matt Ronson for like three years, and then he just me on my own, and then he he got a letter from Quincy Jones, personally to to speak to the visa people and sort of does it and just say, say, says I've changed changed my ways and stuff. Yeah, so. Fuck's sake, man! He's got some Paul Quincy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so Matt Ronson phoned him and he got they got your visa. Yeah, it was something like that. I was like, I'm not sure, but there was. He's banned for America for six years. Then? It was just it was just visa issues there for like. So it was just it was just me. And, Is that where you're your madness in the past? Yeah. Jail, yeah. You ever do a sentence? No. 
Nah, just all the weekenders and fucking yeah. daft shit. Yeah. It won't happen again, though. You'll never see me in the fucking cells. Good, mate. I wish I could say the same for myself. <laughs> good, man. Good guy, now. Is there, when's, this, when's the singles and that getting released? Have you got any dates? Or when's the single coming out? Uh, we've got, there's two singles out of the and then the next one, we're about to do a video for it, so there'll be a date soon for it. Good. We're going. We're releasing every single on like <clears throat> on seven inch. We've already done two. Right. So we're, we're going to do like five singles and have a wee box. So other cuts, right. cuts, cuts, and there's going to be a separate B side for everything. But you can only get them on vinyl, <clears throat> kind of B sides, and right. there's only going to be a few hundred on mid. And where can people buy all these? You can get them in the Sire Records and Dundee. It's the only shop records. that does it. Yeah. It's only shop that does it. Mm -hmm. Get involved, people. The next tour, so I just tours fall up. We just saw it's it looks. Just saw it's it looks. Yeah. There's going to be some more announcements as well, but. You know, things you can't say now unless the agent tells you to go. Agents, man. Agent here, <laughs> Listen, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure for coming on, mate. And I think you're a, you're a great guy, man. I don't care what you've been doing, mate. I think it's unbelievable that you've got your new solo album out, man. And all the best for the band, passing your test, man. And like I say, man, for taking the time out, I really appreciate that, mate. Thanks I wish so you all the best for the future. Thanks Sorry, much, before I go, I've got a shout out for we've got our homeless documentary coming out on uh, 2nd of September. Uh, on my YouTube channel, so subscribe. Also, I've got check out Indio Paws, it's a, a friend James's business for dog grooming, dog walking. Also, thanks for Creative um, for printing fly flyers and posters for the homeless documentary. So, Kyle, brother, thank you and tune in. Subscribe to the channel and speak to you soon. Cheers, man. Podcast Network.